this off work life balance is something that you can choose and it'll look differently for everyone at some point you chose a certain lifestyle you chose to organize your life in a certain way but perhaps you didn't do it with the full bigger picture in mind maybe you didn't really know what truly mattered to you what you truly valued but maybe you saw others live in a certain way have particular habits in place that appeal to you somehow and you looked at other people and saw their success and you thought that you know that's what it takes so you started to mimic and model them now 
in a way, modeling people, mimicking people um, isn't a bad thing. It can help you get a sense of what a certain lifestyle can feel like. Um, but the thing is, what you don't know is when you're mimicking somebody else is all of the inner processes happening inside of that person. All the strategies they may have learned or picked up along the way or values they never speak of or really demonstrate and which actually drive their lifestyle, their decisions, their behavior. So you don't know exactly their level of awareness um, and accountability. And so at some point you will start to notice um, some sort of a disharmony in your feelings, your thoughts, your wants and needs, your values, the actions that you take and some disharmony in the different areas of your life. And in a way that's not, you know, abnormal. I think it's, it's a very human thing to feel. You adopt so many things, you pick up new projects, new mindfulness tools, new diets, new time management strategies or apps, new productivity hacks and so on. And you end up trying to juggle everything and all of the different roles you have adopted in your own life. You know, that could be whether you're a producer or a DJ, an engineer in terms of music, um, a parent, a manager, a partner, a lover, a friend, a weekend warrior, a sibling, a child, you know, the list goes on and on. We all pick up different roles that we play in our lives. Now, with that, it could be that oftentimes you feel like you can't get it all done. And it feels like you're constantly playing catch up, trying to keep up with everything and everybody else. And Oftentimes when you're in that space, it still feels like you're behind, even with maybe for some of you 12 hour days. Like I know I've worked with clients who, who got to a point where they had 12, 13 hour days. Um, and so even with days like that, still not managing to get it all done, you start to wonder how you will possibly be able to make room for new projects. You know, maybe it's your own music, your own production work that you want to get done. Maybe you want to take on new engineering clients. Maybe you want to just continue running your own label, you know, and maybe you have projects going on in music or creative projects that you're combining with a day job or a nine to five. And already, I know for many of you and many of the people that I work with, it feels like as if you don't have enough downtime for yourself or time to spend with your loved ones. And even if you feel like you do have all of that down, like even if you do have that part of your life like locked in and you feel like you, you have enough time with your loved ones, you have enough time for your social life, you have enough time to really be engulfed in your creativity. Oftentimes what happens is that you still fear it might may take away from other areas in your life you know so when you would for example take on a new project maybe you will feel like oh but if I take on a new project then it will take away from time spent with my family or uh, my downtime and I need my downtime to recharge and replenish and so those fears can can pop up um, that if you take on something new, it will take away from something else. And that can really feel stressful. Um, it can cause you to feel overwhelmed. Um, and it can cause you to think that you have to make sacrifices. 
And oftentimes what I see in my job as a holistic nightlife coach is those sacrifices usually happen in the areas of the things that you're most passionate about. So oftentimes this happens that you're putting your music on hold for a while because you feel like, well, you have to work, you have to pay the bills. You want to make sure that, you know, all of the bases are covered, of course. And then what I see happen a lot of times as well, as you make these sacrifices, it's really making you feel more and more unhappy because your passion projects, your music, those are things that really light you up, that drive you, that keep you motivated, that keep you going, right? And so when you take that away, it really feels like all of the other stuff that you're doing, you're wondering, well, what am I doing all of this for, if not just to have my bases covered and, and that's it, right? And then what can happen, because we all are human, we have a life, something unexpected happens. It could be on a personal level, something that demands all of your attention. And suddenly it's like, you feel like, okay, I need to drop everything. Suddenly you're not all that busy with work anymore. And you feel like, okay, I just have to drop everything to handle this one thing, to tend to this one thing. And what you then do is you're making even more compromises, right? Like you're even, you're going into a, a higher mode of like, okay, I need to make even more sacrifices. Um, you know, suddenly you're like, okay, now I have to drop work because I really need to tend to this one thing, this personal thing or whatever it is that's coming up for you. Um, and then, you know, you do that until you go back to doing what you were doing before, you know, the work, the music, all of the things that you were combining after that personal storm has settled. And then what I've also seen happen a lot is it when that happens, it feels like you got to go back and pick up the pieces of your day job or your label or your releases or your client work when you're an engineer or your music. And you start to worry, you go into this cycle of worrying you know you you worry about you know did i mess up did i miss out on something can i really do all of this properly can i really be successful can i really be enough and so you start amping it up you start finding ways to become more productive you know working more working twice as hard you know because you feel like you really got to stay on top of everything now and you feel like you just cannot afford to skip a beat and you have to stay in control over everything like 1000% of the time. And so what I also see, like I, I know this sounds very like negative, all of this, but I kind of want to describe, you know, a lot of the situations that I've seen happen with my clients and, and that's to a point where they come to me because they really want to, you know, beat that overwhelm and find a way to have work-life work balance and find a way to make everything more smooth and more balanced um, so that they can have more freedom in their days. And it's not like they don't have anything going on that, you know, they don't enjoy. And I'm pretty sure that's the same for you. Like, even though you have many things that you may be juggling right now, I'm pretty sure it's not like you're not enjoying yourself, you know? you most likely have projects you're working on and life goals that you're achieving and having the time of your life with that. It's it's not that it's all bad, I'm sure, but if you're being really, really honest, you probably would love to slow it down a little bit and have more downtime and more time with your loved ones and more freedom in your days and just in general, be able to combine and accomplish all of your life goals and your music career goals 
and just have it all be smooth and balanced. So the question is, how do you do that? Because, and here it is, what you hear a lot, or maybe you have been saying this many, many times yourself, the answer to all of those things usually is, well, you know how it goes, or, you know, this is just how it's done in this industry, or this is such a fast paced environment. You just got to keep up. You have no choice but to keep up. I'm pretty sure many of you have either said this or heard this before. And that's really something that I, I loathe. I loathe those statements. I have come to find that it's something that so many people utter or hear. Um, and after having been in this industry for 20 years now, I still detest that statement, that way of thinking. But the good news is, it's just a way of thinking. And so that means once you choose to think a certain way, it means that you can choose to change your thinking as well. You can choose to adopt a certain mentality, adopt a certain set of rules, adopt certain conditions for success. Um, but that means that you can always choose again. And that means that you can choose new and you can choose new rules or new conditions anytime you want and start doing this thing called building a life around your passion for music on your own terms. You totally, absolutely can do that. And if you're still here and if you're now thinking, yeah, well, you got to get ahead somehow and we all got to start at the bottom or, you know, whatever, like, whatever it is that you're thinking, whatever you have been told, let me just stop you right there. And let me ask you this. Says who? Really, says who? Who in the hell told you that? And more importantly, why did you choose to agree with that? You know, the whole idea of like, you, you got to get ahead or you got to start somewhere or, you know, like the hustle, the grind, that kind of stuff. Just think about that for a minute. Who told you that? Where did you hear that? And why did you choose to agree with that? Just think about that for a minute. And then something else that I want to share around this is, is it's always funny when I talk about this to my clients or on trainings or whatever it is that I'm doing or here in Clubhouse. But is it that God or the gods or whatever your belief system is came down from the sky to set these rules in stone, you know, these rules that you now live by and that are the quote-unquote common way of doing things in music or in this industry? Is it that those rules were set into stone by the, the gods who came down from the heavens and so it is and that's it, period, end of story, no fucking way that there are you know, different paths or possibilities for you um, because it's set in stone and that's just the way it is and it is etched into stone for all eternity and beyond. No, that's, that's not the case because look, you are a creator. We are all creators, you know, even if we're not necessarily in a creative job, but especially for you, if you are an artist, if you are a DJ producer, you intentionally and specifically chose music, you know, or dance or whatever your art is that you chose because you can feel that shit in your soul and you literally would not know what else to do. 
And at some point in your life, you have experienced or seen or had a glimpse of what your life in music with art could look like. And you knew that that was the life that you always dreamt of. You knew that this is the life I want to have. And this is the life I want to make a reality. And maybe this is something that you're still thinking, right? Like you may not have like a super clear vision of the bigger picture or know exactly the steps that you need to take so that you can make that glimpse a reality. But what you do know is that you feel it in your soul. It is undeniable. And maybe at some point in your life, you even started to talk about this dream. You know, maybe you start to dream about it out loud and share it with friends or family, raving about it, feeling excited and psyched and energized and confident and overjoyed and just tuned in and turned on and freaking ready to go, motivated to make this happen for yourself. Until someone said something to you that made you doubt yourself and that made you doubt your big dream. Maybe it was a primary caregiver who told you that you needed to get real, right? Maybe it was a peer in this industry who told you that it takes so much hard work and dedication and the right amount of luck and knowing the right people at the right time. Maybe it was even a music industry professional who, like me, also has decades of experience in the music industry, you know, and who maybe discouraged you somehow by saying that you know, your art or your music isn't right, or it's missing something, or it's not what they're looking for right now, but maybe later. And so you decided to take those words and make them mean something about you as a person. And you started to form a new story about yourself and your dream life. And at some point you internalized that story until it became a belief. And that, my friend, is how limiting beliefs are formed. Limiting beliefs are stories that we tell ourselves that limit the way that we live. So let me ask you this. What do you currently believe about what is possible for you in the music industry or isn't possible for you? And where did you pick up on that belief? Where did that come from? And do you believe it is possible for you to make changes in such a way that you can get the life that you dream of? And why or why not? Just think about that for a minute because having that awareness is a huge part of your first step towards wellness and well-being in the music industry so that you can have work-life balance, get it all done, you know, the music career goals and the life goals and have it all be smooth or more smooth and balanced so that you can have more freedom in your days and enough downtime for yourself and time spent with your family. I say it's the first part of your first step, awareness, because the other piece is accountability. So awareness is kind of like step 1A and accountability is step 1B. And together they make up this really one vital mindset piece, which is really where it all begins and ends with your mindset being in the right headspace to actually uncover for yourself what work-life balance can look like for you, specifically for you, and how you will go about it.
further and further out gambles as to what you would dream of. Finally, you would dream where you are now. Okay, welcome back for this second piece of the show. Just a little side note, you have been and will continue to listen to a DJ set which was put together by an electronic music trio from Belgium called We Are Who. Um, so they have provided the music for this episode, this show. You're still listening to Mind the Music and I'm talking a bit more about work-life balance. And for this next piece, I want to talk a little bit more around what this will look like, this, you know, this work-life balance thing, <clears throat> excuse me, post-COVID. I'm seeing and hearing a lot of people talk about this. Uh, first of all, what I want to say post-COVID and a lot of people saying like, you know, getting back to normal, etc. I don't believe in that. Like, this, that's a topic of a whole other discussion. I don't think there's going to be a post-COVID world, but I just wanted to mention that. I'm keeping it in that way because lots of people talk about that in the sense of, you know, when things open up again, um, you know, when the music industry can start really running again, can really start opening up again. Um, so in a sense, that's when I say post-COVID, what I mean with post-COVID. So in the first part, I talked a little bit more around awareness. And now I want to talk about accountability. So the awareness piece is really about understanding exactly what is going on for you. And then you take accountability for that. You take ownership. You just decide that this is the shit you need to work on and work through so that you can combine and achieve all of your music career and life goals and have work-life balance, have freedom in your days, be engulfed in your music, in your projects, whether it's your own music production, your DJing, whether it's engineering work for clients, um, and still at the same time have more than enough downtime for yourself and time to spend with your loved ones. Now, speaking of accountability, I want to dive a bit deeper into something that I read, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, and it made my skin crawl. And it, it tells me that reaction and that article actually tells me that even despite of a pandemic, mental well-being is still not a top priority. So there was a quote that I read in this article. I'm not going to you know, share where I read this or what this article was about, because this is really not about shaming anybody, okay? I just want to share the quote that really triggered me. And this is the quote. While we can schedule ourselves to have breaks, the music industry is rapidly evolving. Therefore, we have no choice but to keep up even during a pandemic. Okay, my first thing that I want to say here is that it is not the industry in itself that's evolving, it's the people in it. And the need to compete gets the better of you, gets the better of all of us who are in it and who feel the need to compete. Change, I believe that, this is what I stand for. 
change starts with us. Change begins with you and me on a personal level. I do not believe that we are led by an industry because a quote-unquote industry is made up of the people who actually created it and is also made up of the people who continue to subscribe to the rules it has made up. So an industry is not a standalone entity that controls us and that makes us do things because the industry is us, the people. Okay, if we feel we cannot keep up with the rapid changes, should we not look at what we can do to change that rather than saying we have no choice but to keep up even during a pandemic? Because that to me sounds like exactly the same thing as subscribing to the hustle, the grind mentality. It is something that you choose to live by. And so it means that you can also choose to change that. You can choose to change the rules. You can choose different rules. You can choose to start doing things on your own terms. Now, I know from working as a holistic coach, I do this on a day-to-day basis, help people to see their thinking, help people to see that they actually have a choice. They can live life on their own terms. They can choose and they can choose again, right? But it seems like a lot of effort. A lot of people shy away from that. There's a lot of resistance when it comes to change, which is normal. It's a human thing. It it brings up resistance because we step into the unknown and it makes us feel afraid. And our brains do all these different things like, you know, to keep us safe, basically. But I always like to joke, it's not like some saber-toothed tigers are going to jump up at us and eat us, but still our brains are doing these funny things to us that make us go into self-protection mode. Um, But again, it seems like a lot of effort, especially when I'm looking at the dance music industry, an environment that I've been active in for 20 years, and all the people in it, no matter how you spin it, they all want a piece of the pie. And that's coming from a mindset that there is not enough to go around. You know, a lack mentality, which again is a social construct. My question is, when I'm looking at that article and at that that quote, when will we learn, right? Like, when will we learn? You can shout about the importance of mental health all you want, but if you are using that in the same sentence that actually disempowers you and just confirms negativity bias, are you truly the right person to be speaking about mental well-being? Because clearly you haven't figured it out for yourself yet. And then I wonder, should you be, because in this case, this, this quote came from, I think it was an artist manager, should you be representing others in this industry? if you are not even capable of holding yourself accountable for the changes that you claim you think should happen, but you're not changing anything about them. You're not holding yourself accountable for your own thoughts and your own actions. And it's clear that, and I think everybody will agree with this, clearly things aren't working the way we are doing them now. So we will have to change our habits if we want different results. And a little side note, I recognize that this is not just something that is happening in the dance music industry. 
I'm talking about dance music because that lights me up. I'm, I've been active in that industry because I have a great passion for it. It is my mission to help shape the dance music community into an environment that is healthy, more positive and more inclusive for everybody who wants to build a life around their passion for electronic music. But in the end of the day, we're all here for the human experience. So I feel like everything that I'm sharing here applies to us human beings and the world, but I'll just stick to what I know, which is dance music. But so, as I was saying, clearly things haven't been working. Clearly this way of thinking was already present pre-COVID. So the pandemic really has nothing to do with that state of mind, except enhance what was already there, enhance what was already present. If you did not intentionally work to raise your awareness around this topic of mental well-being in dance music before, and the pandemic has not instilled in you a need to change your thinking, then you will indeed go back to quote-unquote normalcy. Not that of the world, because we can't go back to normal, That, like, what is that even normal? But back to your normal, what you consider to be normal. Again, like there wasn't a normal to begin with, like what is what is even normal, right? Um, it's just that what we have decided to be the norm, the rules we have made up and have chosen to live by. So a few other things that I have read in this article also made me think of this. So for example, if you don't want to go back to being tired because you're working 50, 60 hour weeks, then, or if you're, you know, as a DJ, for example, you're thinking, oh, going, I, I have some of my clients who are thinking, mm, going back to being like a weekend warrior, I don't know if I will be able to do that, then don't. Just get booked for daytime gigs, right? Like, why not? Change it up. If you don't know how you'll get back to managing 50 plus hours a week, who says you should? You know, in fact, why have you even decided to do that in the first place? And don't tell me, this is something I hear a lot you're thinking that's how it's done, right? Like you have to, you gotta work hard. You know, you gotta put in the hours. Well, fuck that, you know, fuck that. You are not a slave to your circumstances unless you choose to be. We get to choose how we work and how we work in this industry that we have created, like all of us, because the minute you follow this system, and that you decide to abide by its rules, you sustain it and you condone it. And that's something that I feel like we really need to take accountability for, for our thinking, for the fact that we have chosen to abide by certain rules. And especially for people who are in positions of power, for white people who have privilege, especially for us, like I'm a white person myself, it's even more so something that we really, really need to do better in. We really need to think better about and we really need to take better action. And so I just want us to really think about this, right? Like. What is it that we can do differently now and why are we not doing this yet? Why am I seeing articles with quotes like that that say like, we have to keep up even during a pandemic? I mean, 
Again, we have created this industry and at the minimum level, we are condoning and maintaining it by continuing to buy into the current way of doing things. Because if we continue to say, this is how it's done, this is how it's always been done, we just got to keep up. Saying that, thinking that, is providing yourself with an excuse and some sort of a valid reason to be let off the hook. So I know mental well-being and mental health has become important and more important during this pandemic, but can we please stop saying that? Because I have seen firsthand that it has become this kind of hip and trendy topic for people and it really pisses me off. You know, suddenly people are jumping on the bandwagon while this has always been super important. I remember I started my company in 2015 working as a holistic coach advocating for mental well-being and wellness in dance music. I remember back in 2016 DJ Caspa had started to speak up about his mental health issues and in 2018, Pete Tong did an opening speech for IMSE Beats just a few months after Avicii had passed away. I remember this really like famous quote, I think, I mean, I consider it to be famous. It really hit me in the feels where Pete Tong said, we weren't supposed to die chasing the dream. Mental health has always been an issue and has always been noticed in some way as an important topic to focus on. You know, as I said, I started my company in 2015, the Unicorn Mothership. Maybe many of you haven't heard about my company or me yet, but that doesn't change the fact that the work that I have been doing so far is so impactful. I'm not, I'm not stopping anytime soon. And there's so many other companies and people and organizations that I know of who are on this mission too. So really, I know there has been great work that has been done in our industry. What I'm just calling for, what I'm inviting everybody to do is to have a think. Are you truly holding yourself accountable for your own wellness and well-being and, and by extension, that of others around you? How about stepping into your sovereignty and deciding today, I'm going to move the needle, I'm going to make a positive impact, I'm going to do what I love, I'm going to make money with that. We're all going to collectively hold each other accountable on a personal level for our own well-being, but also thinking in terms of when I make decisions, I make sure that they are for the highest good of me and everyone involved and at every level because even if you've been subscribing to this whole mentality this hustle this grind you have chosen this at some point it's not the industry that's at fault it's not the pandemic it's because you have chosen a certain way of living the funny thing is you can change that if you made a choice once, you can choose again. You can decide that things get to be different. So why aren't you? Are you afraid that you might miss out on something if you do? Because I really do think it's time to let go of FOMO, to be honest. I think it's ridiculous and it's not serving you. But we can really choose to change the way of working and approaching things and lead the way for others to do it in a new way. We can change the paradigm. We can flick the switch. 
I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying that there aren't people out there who are not doing it. I know I've been doing it for the past six years and so have many, many people who have truly made a change, a real, real change. I am just calling upon everyone out there to take ownership, to hold yourself accountable. There are things you want to improve or change. Well, go do it. What are you waiting for? So I'm going to wrap up here and feel free to reach out to me if you want to discuss this topic, if something that you have heard has really resonated with you, or if you're thinking, well, actually, there are a few things that I'm really struggling with and I could use with some personalized pointers or or tips or even some resources. I have a lot to share with you. So my DMs are open on Instagram. You can reach out to me on my personal Instagram. It's at Unicorn Aline. That's Unicorn, U-N-I-C-O-R-N. And Aline is E-L-I-N-E. So feel free to reach out and let me know. I would be happy to get you on your way so that you can get confidence about your next steps to move the needle. This was Mind the Music with me, Eileen. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you next month.